Well, podcast family, when we say medicine moves fast, it really does. I mean, just look at this timeline. On October the 30th, 2022, we released an episode uh, called Dance Breasts on Mammogram, What to Do. And that was a two-parter. The first part was on October the 30th, and the second part was on November the 1st, 2022, just in the fall. And this really was in response to Katie Couric going out on social media uh, and making a lot of public commentary on on the push for additional breast screening tests at time of mammography if the breasts were dense because it could hide potential cancers, okay? So you got to go back to October the 30th, 2022, and then November the 1st, 2022, and listen to those episodes. All right. Well, that, of course, caused a lot of conversations on public media and a lot of review of guidelines, so much so that just last month, in March of 2023, the FDA made a ruling regarding reading of a mammogram uh, and notification of patients regarding uh, dense breasts. We're going to cover that in this episode. All to say, now it is April the 7th, 2023, and once again, there's something else that has popped up with this. Now think about it, this was just, all this commotion started in October 2022, FDA releases something in March, now ACOG has its practice advisory, its PA, uh, on the subject that has come out for April 2023. We're going to cover that, we're going to summarize that in this very brief episode, but just as a quick highlight of, look how fast things move, okay, is that proof of it? or what, that medicine really does move fast. All of this happened in the late fall 2022. Commotion, commotion. Should we be telling patients about dense breasts? Do they need other testing? Um, And all to say, FDA responds in March. Now, ACOG responds in April. So let's cover the ACOG practice advisory from this month, April 2023, on the reporting of dense breasts on mammogram. Here we go. Just trying to keep everyone up to date on evidence-based practice because medicine moves real fast. This is Clinical Pearls. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's start in October of 2022. You got to go back and listen to those two episodes because we cover a lot of data uh, from ACOG and National Comprehensive Cancer Network, the American College of Breast Surgeons. There's a lot of stuff in there regarding the role of additional imaging with dense breasts, pros and cons of each, all right? Well, the short of it is, again, on March the 9th, 2023, so just last month, the US FDA released a final ruling uh, updating their regulations for mammogram and how they report that to patients. This new FDA ruling required breast density reporting to be included in both the mammography report that's provided to the clinician as well as the lay language summaries that are provided to the patients. The written report provided to clinicians will now include an overall assessment of breast density classified into one of the following categories, and there's four of those. The first are that the breasts are almost entirely fatty, which means that the breast, the mammogram, the x-ray beam can pass through the uh, breast tissue without any kind of impediment. 
The second category is that they're scattered areas of fibroglandular density, so just little speckles of dense breasts. The third category is that the breasts are heterogeneously dense and that may obscure small masses. All right, so that's a little disclosure. And then the fourth category are that the breasts are extremely dense, quote, which lowers the sensitivity of mammography, end quote. Now, for the patient notification summary, for the info that goes to the patient, the, those four categories that are listed under the BIRADS categories of dense breasts uh, are just really condensed into two different types. It's either dense breasts or not dense, and that's all the patient will get. Hey, here's your mammogram report. Uh, FYI, they are dense breasts or not dense breasts, all right? So clinicians will get an A, B, C, or D uh, qualifier for breast density. Patients will get either a, hey, your breasts are dense, or they are not notification. Remember, that was on March the 9th. Now, for April 2023, ACOG has issued a practice advisory regarding this. All right, so this is ACOG's practice advisory from this month, April 2023. For those of you who are not familiar with ACOG's different routes of communication to get information out, I mean, there's things like committee opinions traditionally and practice bulletins. Now they're called a little bit different. Uh, and then there's uh, practice advisories. So these are different kind of, of letters, if you will, notifications that the college sends out to its members and even to the public. A practice advisory or a PA is a brief, a focused statement issued to communicate a change in ACOG guidance uh, or a change in some practical information on an emergent clinical issue, all right? So sometimes this is done based on a clinical study or some scientific report or a new draft regulation. And this is exactly what's going on here. This is a response to an FDA uh, guidance regulation, all right, regarding mammography. So this is a practice advisory. A practice advisory constitutes ACOG's clinical guidance and is issued only online for fellows, but it can be used by patients and the media. So once again, all right, not proprietary. It's not just like secret info. It's meant to be dispersed uh, both for public knowledge, uh, for patient safety, and for patient education. ACOG states, quote, based on the lack of data demonstrating a clear benefit, the ACOG currently does not recommend the routine use of alternative or adjuvant tests to screening mammography in individuals with dense breasts who are asymptomatic and have no additional risk factors. More research is needed to identify more effective screening methods that will enhance meaningful improvements in cancer outcomes for those with dense breasts and minimize false positive screening results, end quote. All right, so that's the first clinical pearl. ACOG doesn't like routine tests, just willy-nilly, just because you've got dense breasts. If you're asymptomatic, otherwise in general risk, right, low risk, uh, with no other symptoms, you're doing okay, because uh, it doesn't really change overall mortality. So you got to go back to those two episodes uh, from the fall. So I'll explain all of that. I explain all of that in those episodes. But the idea is, uh, yes, you may be able to find something, maybe a little bit earlier with an ultrasound, um, but there's a huge false positive rate. And the truth is, even with that additional imagery, uh, which may slightly increase diagnosis of problems, uh, it doesn't overall decrease mortality. And that's really what we're trying to do. All right. We're trying to uh, give a better life expectancy. And these tests right now don't seem to do that. Plus, the use of 
a newer 3D uh, digital breast homocentesis 3D mammography is much better than the old 2D mammograms that people used to do uh, and explain all of that in those two episodes from the fall. But that's why ACOG doesn't just support it right off the bat. Yes, if you've got dense breasts, uh, you should go for additional screening. So ACOG does not recommend that. That's the first clinical pearl. Remember, as long as a patient is in general risk, uh, not high risk, uh, and is asymptomatic. But here's a second clinical pearl because ACOG does go on to say, hey, guys, we, we have to be part of the team and we have to play fair. So ACOG states, quote, while ACOG does not recommend routine use of alternative or adjuvant tests to screening mammogram in individuals with dense breasts, again, who are asymptomatic and have no additional risk factors, ACOG does recommend that clinicians comply with the new FDA rule and any state law and federal rules that require disclosure of a patient's breast density as recorded in a mammogram report, end quote. So, even though we don't necessarily agree with the additional testing, hey, we're team players, we abide by guidelines, uh, we want to do what's required based on medical best practice. So yes, we should still be notifying patients uh, and being aware that this is out there. And so we're, we're doing this episode uh, because it's right off the heels of this practice advisory. But more importantly, I'm sure that some patients will ask, hey, I got this thing in the mail, my mammogram is good, but something about my breast being dense. And that becomes a great opportunity for patient education to review family history, make sure they are asymptomatic, uh, and then just a time to really just briefly in lay terms go over what the recommendations are because you're going to find this stuff on social media. That stuff is still out there. Yes, I got to say it. There are some very good, very strong, very scientifically sturdy and evidence-based recommendations on social media. There are. But then there's a whole mountain of other stuff out there on social media that's just kind of whack. And we're here at Clinical Pearls trying to set the record straight. And as always, we're trying to give you the hottest, the most recent information as it comes out. And this is what we're doing right now. So this practice advisory is just out for our April 2023, ACOG's response to the FDA from March 9th, 2023 on the regulation stating breast density, both for clinicians and to patients from their screening mammography. All right, podcast family, that's a quick one. Just a quick summary and a recap of what has happened from October 2022 to March 2023 and now April 2023. Proof that our catchphrase, medicine moves fast, is true. All right, podcast family, we're thankful for you. Have a great rest of your weekend and we'll see you on another episode of Clinical Pearls.